this night, unknown ages from the time when God created the heavens and the earth and then formed man and woman in his own image. Several thousand years after the flood, when God made the rainbow shine forth as a sign of the covenant. 21 centuries from the time of Abraham and Sarah. 13 centuries after Moses led the people of Israel out of Egypt. 1100 years from the time of Ruth and the judges. 1,000 years from the anointing of David as king. In the 65th week, according to the prophecy of Daniel, in the 194th Olympiad, the 752nd year from the foundation of the city of Rome, the 42nd year of the reign of Octavia Augustus, the whole world being at peace. Jesus Christ, eternal God and Son of the Eternal Father, desiring to sanctify the world by his most merciful coming, being conceived by the Holy Spirit, and nine months having passed since his conception, was born in Bethlehem of Judea of the Virgin Mary. This night, we celebrate the nativity of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to the flesh, as God became flesh and dwelt among us, full of grace and truth. And we beheld his glory, glory as the only begotten Son of the Father.
Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. We gather to worship on this holy night in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwelt in a land of deep darkness, on them has light shined. O little town of Bethlehem, how still we see thee lie. Above thy deep and dreamless sleep, the silent stars go by. Yet in thy dark street shineth the everlasting light. The hopes and fears of all the years are met in thee tonight. A reading from the Gospel of John. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. From Isaiah, again the Lord spoke to Ahaz. <coughs> Ask a sign of the Lord your God. Let it be deep as Sheol or as high as heaven. But Ahaz said, I will not ask, and I will not put the Lord to the test. And he said, Hear then, O house of David, is it too little for you to weary men that you weary my God also? Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. Thank you. 
And the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld His glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. And she brought forth her firstborn son, and wrapped him in swaddling clothes, and called his name Jesus.
For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. The government shall be upon his shoulders. His name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace there shall be no end upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom to order it and to establish it with judgment and with justice from this time forward and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. Our first reading is from Luke, the second chapter. In those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration when Quirinius was the governor of Syria, and all went to be registered, each in his own town. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth, to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, be registered with Mary, his betrothed, 
who was with child. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son, wrapped him in swaddling clothes, and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn. This is the word of the Lord.
Our second reading continues from the second chapter of Luke, starting with the eighth verse. And in the same region there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those whom he is pleased. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Please join us in singing Hark the Herald's Angels Sing. of the gospel message continues now in verse 15. When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let us go over to Bethlehem. Let us see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste. They found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told to them concerning this child. And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds had told them. 
Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told to them. This is the Gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. This is a beautiful evening, and uh, wow, the music, the
the lights. It's just a beautiful night. Thanks for coming home. Everyone here found a way to come home, and in this place you get to know that you're loved, you're forgiven, you're precious in God's sight, and the melodies and music in our presence is sings of all this. Now that you've had some time to kind of mellow, it might have been a rushed around day, rushed around week, but tonight we get to be still and be calm a little bit. Now that you've had a time to look around at the beautiful decorations and all the symbols, you had a chance to hear the songs, to remember the Bible stories, we get to pause for a moment. And in that pause, I'm going to ask you to consider a couple of simple questions. Two, actually. One, if someone was to ask you this question, how would you answer? What is the gift of Christmas? I'll say it again. What is the gift of Christmas? And related to that question is this. Is that gift for you? Not so much the person next to you, the person outside. So very personal. What is the gift of Christmas? And is that gift for you? It came to my mind yesterday afternoon we watched the Nativity movie. It was a simple movie. It wasn't a highly announced movie. But a beautiful movie. And in that movie, Mary and Joseph are going under the radar because they're just overlooked. Herod is looking for a king. He's looking to wreck a king. He's looking to capture the king before he take office and take over his spot. And they don't even see Mary and Joseph because they're beneath a king's radar. They're overlooked. And some of the poor ones don't even recognize the rich ones. So you have this clash of people just looking through and over and around each other as if they don't count. It's the gift of Christmas for any of them. And it got me thinking about a very beautiful story on a Christmas Eve Following the church's 11.30 or 11 o'clock worship services, some churches even now have a service that begins at 11 p.m. and they sing Silent Night at the, at the midnight hour. So when the clock, when your day is starting, the next day, the Christmas day, that's when they sing Silent Night in a dark room with candles. So the midnight mass used to be called, right? So at this 11 service, the woman who was attending with her family, her name is Harriet. Harriet decided to do something after that service that they'd never done before that they would stop somewhere on, before they would go home and as a family that they would have breakfast. Well, the thing is for them, the only place that was open that late on Christmas Eve as they drove through town was a truck stop on the edge of town at a busy intersection. So they drove to the place they had never gone before, would never step foot in before to eat, maybe get some gas, but that would be about it. As they parked the car, they noticed there's a, a few big diesel tractor-trailer rigs slowly rumbling, idling outside. Inside, there's some weary truck drivers. They are sitting at this long diner's counter. Occasionally, the jukebox would stir up, playing a song to remind people to drop some quarters in. And, and as it played, the first song that they, they were listening to when they entered was a painfully twangy country song with lyrics that would depress a motivational speaker. Yes. On the front window, there were blinking an assortment of lights that were just mismatched, random colors. The place smelled like bacon grease, coffee, and stale cigarettes. A tattooed man, just, just one arm, wearing a Vietnam veteran cap and a black shirt, he was standing near the grill. To this and into this place, the family walked. 
They walked to a booth and they squeezed themselves in. A moment moment later, a thin waitress named Rita, she came to serve them. At that hour of the night, she managed a weary smile. She handed them their menus and she offered to pour them some coffee. Harriet was now looking around. She felt a little bit out of place, like a, like a, a snob in this out of place that she would never find herself in. Her family had just come from a beautiful Christmas Eve service. They're wearing their finest clothes, all made up. Hair, everything was perfect on them. And soon they would be heading to their lovely home in their lovely neighborhood to go to sleep. And as she sat there in this truck stop diner, looking around, some of these thoughts came to her mind. She confessed. She said one day she was thinking, one day we're going to look back and laugh at each other as we remember this story. We're going to say, remember that Christmas when we had breakfast at that dirty diner, old truck stop diner with that awful music and those hideous Christmas lights that we would just laugh at it. She was staring out the window when an old pickup truck came up, parked. A young man with a short beard, baseball cap, hunting camo jacket on, blue jeans, work boots, He got out and he quickly ran around to the other side to open the door. And there he carefully helped a young lady, his wife, holding a child. They bundled up best they could and they hurried inside. And they both sat at a booth nearby. Within moments of their entrance, as to be expected, there was Rita, waitress, walking to their table, offering the menus, offering to pour them some coffee. The baby, well, the baby was fussy really fussy and the parents seem to be a little bit embarrassed now that they're inside and they're in a somewhat quiet place with the disruptions of the country music but it's just this place with their baby making noise and to them and this couple who's wrestling with this child they rita said to them sweetly it's all right we all understand hun harriet thought we we did not include us we were agitated because that baby can't be quieted Shortly after that, Rita delivers the meal. The baby continues to cry and fuss. Nothing the young parents did seemed to work. A minute or two after that, Rita places the young couple's meals at their table. And then she did something special. She reached over and she offered her arms out like this. She offered to hold the child. She said, it's okay, hon. Enjoy your food while it's hot. Let me do what I can with your baby. It was evident that Rita had done this before with her own children. She began talking to the baby and just started walking around the diner. She showed her baby to one of the truck drivers who began whistling and making all kinds of silly faces. You know what? The baby, it stopped crying. And then she went over to another one of the truck drivers. The baby was kind of on the edge of this crying thing, so she went to another truck driver. And that truck driver, with his big, strong, tired hand, started doing peekaboo with the baby. And the baby absolutely stopped crying. She walked over and showed the baby the blinking lights and got the baby close enough they could maybe reach out and touch the light, but not so close that it would, because it might pull him down or something could go wrong. But just let the baby look at the lights flashing. She took the baby towards the jukebox so we could see those lights. And in time, she brought the baby to our table. She said to us, 
just look at this little darling. Mine are so big and grown. This one, beautiful. Just look. And she showed us the baby. The one-armed fellow who was cooking, he noticed that Rita was out doing this, helping out with the baby. So he came out from behind the corner and he came to our table and said, can I get you anything else? Do you need a cup of coffee? I've got some coffee for you. And then he went to the other table, to the young couple's table. And then he went to all the truck drivers. He was doing Rita's job so that Rita could do hers. It was beautiful. Harriet watched him help. And as she was watching all of this now going on, something changed in her. And all of a sudden there was a tear flowing from her eye. Her husband noticed, and his husband's rightfully and wisely did. He said, honey, what's wrong? Nothing, she said. Just Christmas. Reaching in her purse for some Kleenex and some quarters, she told her children, here, why don't you go to the jukebox and find anything Christmas, please? And off they went. While they were gone, Harriet said to her husband, she said, he'd come here, wouldn't he? Who? Her husband asked. Jesus, Harriet said. If Jesus were born in this town tonight, and the choices were our beautiful neighborhoods, our beautifully decorated church, or this truck stop diner, it would be here, wouldn't it? Her husband didn't answer right away, but he looked around the place. He looked at the people, and finally he said, yeah, this would be the place. That's what bothers me, Harriet said. When we first got here, I felt sorry for these people. How wrong I am. Now I think more than any place I know that this is where Christmas is. But I don't belong here. As they walked to the car later on, after they'd paid the bill, finished their meal, her husband put his arm around his wife. He said, he actually whispered, he said, remember, he said to her, remember. The angel said, I bring good news of great joy to all of the people. The gift of Christmas, the gift of the Christ child, is for you too. Earlier I asked two questions. What is the gift of Christmas? And is that Christmas gift for you? Until the angel spoke to a shepherd, just think about the Bible side just for a moment. Until the angel spoke to a shepherd, I don't think that those shepherds would have believed or considered themselves worthy recipients to hear the angel's message or the God's message of the angels to them. They would have not have thought about themselves, not even once. I think they would have reflected upon their humble estate, their even shameful condition in this walk in life. And I think that they would have thought themselves as being outside of that circle that embrace of God. They would have seen themselves outside. Harriet in the story, 
She came to see her pride. She came to see her arrogance and her inflated self-worth because of the stuff that she had. And she considered herself in time as unworthy recipient of that Christmas gift of God. And she said, I don't belong. They're both lies. It's untrue for anyone to say or think or feel that. The birth of God's Son, it is to shatter that lie and untruth with a universal, with a cosmic embrace that comes in the form of a lowly Christ child. No one was too poor. No one was too rich. That God in Christ Jesus did not equally come to to embrace. The wealthy, the poverty, the clothes with everything, the clothes with just one stinking garment. The ones that had careers, the ones that have no careers, the ones who are really beautiful in the world and the ones who are not so beautiful, says the world. With the ones, regardless of all the sins that you bring, no matter what sins we bring, none of that makes a difference in the presence of the child. The gift of Christmas, it is the presence of God as our Savior, as our friend, as our companion in this life. That gift that we remember tonight, it's for all people. Even you. Even me. A cool little saying that stirred up some of this as well, and I'm going to end with this. Maybe get this on a postcard or a Christmas card sometime. It says this, young or old, Sinners all, not yesterday, not tomorrow, but on this holy night, we celebrate. A child is born, a Savior is given. People, know that you're loved. Merry Christmas. We'll continue with the confession of our faith using the Christmas confession. Let us declare our faith in the words of the Christmas Creed. I believe in God the Father, creator of all things, who sent his Son Jesus as my Savior. I believe in Jesus Christ, my Lord, who was announced by angels, conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, worshipped by the shepherds and wise men, who lived to show the way, truth, and life, who suffered and died on the cross to free me from sin and the power of the devil, who rose from the grave to free me from death. I believe in the Holy Spirit, who has brought me to faith in Christ and continues to work in my heart, who leads me before the feet of Jesus Christ, inspires my worship, my life, my love, to live with him as my God and King, now and forever. Amen. Let us pray our offertory prayer together. Gracious Heavenly Father, we rejoice in the birth of Jesus who came among us, the poor, to bring the riches of your grace. We know that everything in this world is a gift from you. Thank you. 
With all earth and heaven, we offer you our thanks and praise for the coming of your Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. We thank you for your Holy Spirit. We thank you for your love, goodness, and provisions. With gratitude and humility, we offer our lives and these monetary gifts to you. We pray that you put our offering to work in your kingdom. Use Emmanuel Lutheran Church to shine your good news of salvation here and to the ends of the earth. We pray in the name of the babe, lion, and the manger. Amen. Lord, you have come into the world as the light of life. Come into our lives and give us the light of life. You came to be with us in Jesus the Christ to deliver us from ourselves. Come into our lives and free us from being captive to sin. In the cool, crisp darkness, you come in love and light. Come into our lives and melt our cold hearts of selfishness and indifference. We confess that we repeatedly fall short of being the kind of people you want us to be. Forgive us when we sin. Raise us up when we fall. Support us when we stumble. Help us to live our lives according to your holy will. In the joy of Christmas, we see your forgiveness. In the freshness of Christmas, you have established peace. Heavenly Father, we know that the birth of Jesus at Christmas was more than just a birth in itself. It was the beginning of your plan of salvation. When the time was right, Jesus would begin his work to teach the way, truth, and life. Later, Jesus would sacrifice his life on the cross for the forgiveness of our sins and the sins of the world. Through his life, death, and resurrection, we have received the gift of reconciliation and the promise of life everlasting. And, and so we give you thanks and praise to Christmas Eve for the gift of your Son. It is through his word and deeds that we know you as God of mercy and love. What child is this
shine in our hearts and lives. Strengthen our faith that we share the good news with others in the world, that they may be called from darkness into your marvelous light. We ask this through the same Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen.
light of these candles illumines our faces, it symbolizes the light of Christ, a child in the manger of Bethlehem, our Savior who suffered our death on the cross and soon to come from his throne on high as judge of all. He is our light here on earth and the eternal light who enlightens heaven where there is no need of candle or sun. Rejoice, for the light of the world has come, who will transform us with the brightness of his glory. We have heard God's message proclaimed to the world. God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. If we say we have fellowship with him while we walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with God in one another. And the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sins. You, the church, you are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a stand. And it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. We pray, O God, as you make us glad by the annual festival of this birth of your only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, grant that we may joyfully receive him as our Redeemer. With a sure confidence, let us behold him when he comes to be our judge, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen.
the word that Mary brought to birth carry you into new and abundant life. And may the word that Joseph cradled in his arms enfold you with love and strength. May the word that angels proclaimed in song bring peace and harmony to our world. And the blessing of Almighty God, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit be upon you and remain with you always. Amen. Amen. Go in peace. Let your light shine bright. We will share the good news and the light of the world with him.